Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Kimono Health Podcast. I am your host, Sarah, and I'm with Leticia Kimono. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get into this topic. So today's topic, let's get straight into it. Um, We are in October, so this means we are touching... I'm not going to say we're touching to the end of the year. We are at the end of the year. And a lot happens at the end of the year. Not only festive seasons, but we also reflect on ourselves. And so I feel like it's a lot of emotions, a lot of exciting emotions, and also a lot of sad emotions for some of us. So I just want us to get into that. Like, let's talk about the festive sadness. I know there's excitement and happiness about the festive season but at the same time it's a really sad time because maybe this is our first festive season we're spending it without a special someone or you know um a lot happened through the year and maybe it's like damn this was my life during the year or maybe i didn't tick boxes like it's a lot so let's get into that yeah you know everything you just said is what i really had in mind like it's it's an exciting time for some people you know because of the festivities and some people are excited to spend quality time with their loved ones so it can it's like it's end of the year some people are reflecting back and they're really proud of themselves with mm-hmm. what they've accomplished and what they've done but for some it's the opposite mm-hmm. right so you're reflecting back and you feel like you didn't accomplish as much as you would have loved to Mm. right and there's just so many factors that can just contribute to the sadness that we feel during this time of the year it could be financial stress um it could be loneliness and isolation you know some people tend to just feel more lonely during this time of the year and you know sometimes social media can make you feel inadequate Mm, right it can because i know at the end of during like the end of the year like around december i think Mm. um there's this trend that happens where people like post pictures of everything they did throughout the year it's like a a year dump you know how people do like have a month dump. yeah Yeah. you know how people have like a photo dump for the month yeah people have that for the year the year people show like all these amazing things they did throughout the year they show all their best moments Mm. and then you might have had an okay year or a good year to you, but once you see what other people did, you start comparing yourself. Like, damn, these people did all of this and all I did was that. But before even seeing all of that, you were quite satisfied with what you accomplished. But you know, social media sheds a light on the minority and not the majority and that's what we need to remember because yes you're seeing maybe 20 people on your feed that had the most amazing year but it's not for the rest of the world it's like I don't know. But even for those 20 people they're showing their best moments. No that's what I'm saying that you will sit and feel Mm. terrible about yourself because of the 20 people Mm. that you saw Mm. having an amazing time but it's just a minority of people Mm. but you make it seem as though it was everyone and you were the only person who experienced Mm -hmm. a certain downfall it's not to say that you know you shouldn't be sad like a hundred percent you have every right to feel sad and to want better for your life but it's 
I just want to put it out there in a way that you can't base your life on the minority because not everyone lives an Instagram life. A lot of people don't live an Instagram life. I mean, real life is real life. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And I really do feel for people who feel lonely or when they get sad because I know Thanksgiving is coming up that side in the United States. Halloween is coming up. You know, um, Christmas is everyone in the world. But there's people who they don't have a family to go to. They don't have friends to go to. So it's a really sad period and time. And so I don't know. It's just... It's a time that's kind of confusing. Like for me personally, once we start hitting the end of the year, I am not happy. I will be honest. And if I'm being honest right now, I'm really scared about how I'm going to feel and how I'm going to end in the new year. Um, yeah. Yeah, I totally get you. Because you start reflecting on everything that, you know you could have accomplished mm. or that you wanted to accomplish and actually didn't get to do. Mm. And that brings a lot of sadness, especially when you feel like you're stuck. Mm. You look at the years back and you look at this year that you're living in and you don't quite see a difference. It's like, I'm living the same thing every, every day and every year. It's like with me since 2017, at the end of the year, something bad literally always happens to me or in my surrounding. And because of that, it's become like a feeling. Mm -hmm. Like this year, so far, nothing bad is happening. And I pray to God that nothing bad happens. But I have that feeling of mm. something bad. I don't know, like I'm going through it and... I just don't feel great. Yeah. Yeah. I want to speak a little bit about ticking boxes and not ticking boxes. Because, you know, we're all going to sit and reflect on ourselves. Like, what did I accomplish in this year? And what did I not accomplish? And, you know, it can really take a toll on us if we didn't accomplish the things that we wanted to. And if we accomplished the things, great for us. So, Sarah, what do you have to say about ticking boxes? Well, like how I said previously, like when you don't accomplish the things that you planned to accomplish, you feel disappointed in yourself. You may also feel guilt and shame. Mm. Like, why didn't I do that? You know, I had the time to do this. And sometimes you can't even remember what you did throughout the year. So it's like, what actually got in the way of me not doing this? Mm. It was right there. I really wanted to do this, but I didn't. Like, what got in the way? And I feel like for me and for everyone listening, I think it's important for us to give ourselves grace mm. and compassion during this period. Because trust me, you did the best you could. Can I ask a question? When we say we must give ourselves grace... I don't know if this is going to make me sound dark, but what no, does it not... mean to show ourselves grace? It means be kinder to yourself. Uh, be kinder to yourself. Forgive yourself for, for what happened or for what did not happen. Mm. 
that's giving yourself grace it's like giving yourself that peace that you deserve that you deserve that peace that peace of mind to know that you did what you could instead of beating yourself up for it criticizing yourself um the self-negative talk instead of doing all of that give yourself grace Give yourself compassion, love during this time. Forgive yourself for not doing what you wanted to do. Because when you think about it, you actually did the best you could. And there's probably certain circumstances that happened that were out of your control that, you know, made you, that probably stopped you from doing what you needed to do. I think. Even when you feel that you had control to do it, I'm sure there was a, there was something in the way Mm. that, hindered you yes that hindered you from accomplishing Accomplishing. what you wanted to accomplish and when i was prepping for this podcast i was triggered i was triggered and i felt saddened by some of the the decisions that i have made through the course of the year and like even now i am grieving over the potential of things that i could have produced or could have done now i'm grieving that i'm really saddened by that like oh if i had taken this opportunity now i'm imagining things i'm having scenarios and imagining things like if i had taken that opportunity where could i have been right now and sometimes i feel like i allowed pride Mm. to get in the way of my potential or of me being my best so me me prepping for this podcast, I kind of felt let down yeah. by myself. I'm not gonna and lie. And that mm. I've I've learned some really great I've learned some really great lessons. I'm from, glad you've learned something and hopefully it's gonna equip you for the coming year. But I'm sad that I had to learn these things. I wish I didn't even have to I, learn I these understand, things. but it's better to learn than to never learn. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could turn back the time. Me, on the other hand, I am grieving five years of my life. Yeah. I am grieving it so deeply and I'm not going to lie, I'm very sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And obviously I can't go back and fix all those five years. But now I have major anxiety going into the new year mm. like i am scared i'm so scared i feel like i'm just going to freeze why are you scared or like what's making you feel that way because the last five years has been really tough for me so i don't want it to be six and that scares me because six is a long time yeah it's like you gotta pull your socks up a little bit. Even if it doesn't get like to your knees, like pull it up to your knee. But like pull it up even just a little bit to your ankles. <laughs> but you've been doing so great. I think you've been pulling up your socks. <laughs> I see those socks being pulled up. I don't know, maybe it's from my perspective. Yeah. But you know yourself and you know what you want for yourself. But from my perspective, I see the socks being pulled up. Yeah. I really do. I've seen how far you've come from 2017 to now. I've seen how far you've come. I've seen 
the work that you do, the efforts, the dedication, the passion that you have in the things that you're doing, like how passionately you speak about the things that you are doing and the things you want to do. Okay. I, I see a big difference. Yeah. But I guess it's from my perspective. Sa- same way that you would look at me from your perspective. You're seeing me doing these amazing things that I can't even see for myself. So I do understand. I guess I just have to see myself with grace and mm-hmm. kindness, mm-hmm. as you said. Um, mentally, I can say that there is great progress in my life. Um, but I really feel the emotions of all the five years, like, so very raw. Like, everything that I've been trying to heal from, like, I, I'm feeling it raw in my soul, in my spirit. And I'm scared that that's how I'm entering into the new year. And I don't want that for myself. Yeah. Yeah. So, the end of the year is a, you know, it's a 50-50. You know, it could be something that, you know, you look forward to and it could be something that's really dreading. But I think for those who have accomplished what they wanted to, I hope that you really celebrate yourself for everything that you have accomplished and not just want to move on to the next chapter and want more. I want you to just take this moment and breathe and just appreciate everything you've accomplished and accomplishing is not just you know getting promoted at work or you know getting in a relationship I don't know what you guys you know consider as accomplishment but for me um, I think even just being healthy and alive like just making it to the end of the year and then entering into the other year I think that in itself is a blessing as well is an accomplishment Um, yeah yeah, you said it so beautifully. <laughs> you should practice what you preach, girl. You see, that's my that's that's my like problem. what you just said <laughs> is what anyone would probably say back to you for what you're feeling right now. You said it so beautifully. But then the thing with me is, I it's not a it's not an issue for me to like motivate someone. Like even if I'm in the pits of hell, I will be there. Like no, you're amazing. You can do this. You know, I will help you. But like. For the same words, like, to bounce in my yeah. soul and for me to get up. I don't Why know. is it so hard for us to give ourselves that type of compassion and grace? Like, why do we feel like we're so undeserving of it more than other people? Why? Why is it so hard? Like, why can we be so compassionate towards other people and, you know, put ourselves in their shoes and feel what they're feeling, but... Why can't we do that for ourselves? Why? We also deserve it. We deserve love. We deserve to give ourselves a hug. The same way we want to hug other people. We deserve to... We deserve our tears to be wiped away the same way that we wipe other people's tears. And, you know, we deserve a shoulder to lean on and cry on the same way we do for others. I feel like that is something that we all have to answer internally because with all of us, it's a different story as to what's hindering you from Mm. being the kindest version to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I, for myself, I can say that 
I've experienced and I do attract a lot of people who want to hurt me. And so because I have always attracted those kind of people, I think I've somehow become that person to myself. Mm. Yeah. Because others have not shown me that. So I reflect that same behavior towards myself. Like, that's what you deserve. Wow. Never thought of it that way. (laughs) That is so deep. (laughs) That is so deep. So maybe... Maybe what we want for others to do for us, I think we should start doing that for ourselves. A hundred percent. Yeah. All right, ladies and gents, we're going on an ad break. Kimono Creations is an online store with an amazing range of wellness products just for you. We offer a uniquely designed adult coloring book called A Place Where Flowers Grow. It's not just a coloring book, but a book that has mindful activities and inspirational quotes. Coloring has wellness benefits such as relieving stress and reducing anxiety. It can help you sleep and many more. It is a fun activity and when done with others, it creates bond and connection. Wellness is a lifestyle. Why not start now by purchasing your very own adult coloring book, A Place Where Flowers Grow, by clicking the link in the description of today's podcast episode. Kimono Creations, designed with you in mind. The next part that we're going to get into is how to deal with disappointment. I feel like the best way to deal with disappointment is to not run away from it, but to face it. You know, face those emotions, face what's making you feel that way, to move it out of the way. Yeah, I don't have anything to add to that, honestly, (laughs) because that's what I had in mind. Like, you literally have to... Allow yourself to feel those emotions because most of the time we try to run away from it. We run away from it or sometimes we dwell in it for too long. As in you start creating scenarios in your head and all that kind of stuff. So I think you just have to do it in a in a, in a healthy way. Yeah. In a healthy way. I think the problem with disappointment is we think that they become a part of our identity. Like, we make them a part of who we are, but they don't define us. A a disappointment is just a moment that happened. It's not something that defines the rest of your life or who you are as a person. I think that's where the problem comes in. Like, we take it on our shoulders, on our chest, like... Mm-hmm. I am this disappointment because of you know A, B, C, and D, yes. and and I feel like for some people, or even for ourselves, and even for me, we sometimes feel like people can see the disappointment or like the 
I think disappointment carries shame. So yeah. I feel like people can see the shame in us. We feel like people can see the shame in us. Like when they look at you, they can already see that. No, you failed to do this. You didn't do this. And then, and then you... Yeah. And you must also reflect why you are disappointed. Is it because you wanted to prove a point to people? Was it a form of people pleasing? Because, you know, most of the time people do things for other people and not themselves. So you must really reflect why this is a disappointment. Why is it making you feel this yeah. way? You know, and then if it's really just a you problem, then um, sit yourself down, have a talk with yourself and then. Feel whatever emotions that you need to feel, but don't sit in there for too long. Yeah. Because that disappointment does not define you. Sometimes even certain disappointments are things that happen that are out of our control, you know? Yeah. So, I agree with that. I agree with that. I think for most of the time when we feel disappoint, disappointed in ourselves and we experience shame and guilt... We sometimes feel like people can see it in us. And I think that's why we even feel it even more. Because mm. it's like, what are people thinking of me? What are they saying about me? I mean, I feel like that. I feel like that. If I'm being honest, now that you've put it that way, mm. when I actually think about it, my thought process is usually based on what the next person is thinking of me. And in I that think, moment, in that state. I think we can now flip it around and say, what do I think of myself? What did I want from this situation? Mm. Mm. You know, like everything that you would think towards what the next person is thinking, flip it around towards yourself to find an answer and how to be better the next time. Mm -hmm. And if you see that the sole reason for you wanting to do this particular thing was because of people or someone then you know you're going in the wrong direction yeah yeah you want to add on no we said all that we could thank you thank you thank you let us know if you have any advice on how to deal with the disappointment come through onto our kimono health pla um, platform on instagram and let us know how you deal with disappointments and what do you think is the core root of us you know dealing with disappointments in such a shameful way and in such a way that you know it's tearing to the self-esteem to our to who we are as a an individual like what is that let us know to wrap up the podcast or not the podcast to wrap up the episode we're going to talk about how to look at things differently because, you know, at the end of the year, we're going to have, again, resolutions. We're going to have plans of how we want to go about in the new year. But we can't go in the new year with the same formula that brought us down. So what can we do differently to help us, to motivate us? You can set realistic expectations. And... You can try to understand what leads you to this end year sadness. 
And I think that once you figure out what leads to that, you can do something about it. And try to find ways to not allow that sadness to hijack your happiness. Mm. You know, you can stop that from taking away all the amazing things that happened throughout the year. All your wins, your accomplishments, you know. I think if you can just figure out what is that thing that leads to that. I mean, I still believe that you can do things that can turn things around for you. 100%. And I will add on, we should learn to to celebrate ourselves for everything that we are right now and not wait to celebrate ourselves for everything that we are going to be because then we're always going to be in the waiting period in the waiting season you know what i'm saying so as hard as it is like this festive season even if you have a lot of things that you regard as failures or disappointments i think celebrate everything that you are as hard as it is as difficult as it is even for those who are going to be spending christmas or thanksgiving alone i feel like celebrate yourself you deserve that much and there will be a time where you will have company around there will be a time where those things that you were crying about that you maybe failed at or were disappointed at are going to be things that you have succeeded at so I feel like at every stage of our lives, just celebrate yourself. That's what I can say. Because I feel like because the end of the year is, it holds the title of celebration. You feel in a way that I can't celebrate myself because of who I am and what I have or have not accomplished. But if we remove all those things, I feel like you are a human being who deserves to be celebrated. Go on Amazon, purchase yourself something and celebrate. Even if it's a candle, purchase that candle and celebrate. I feel like the only way to get out of a funk is to do the opposite of what it's making you feel. As hard as it is. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. Well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to the Kimono Health Podcast. On that note, that wraps up today's episode. Thank you for listening to the Kimono Health Podcast. Please do follow us on Kimono Health on Instagram. Follow us at Kimono Creations on Instagram. And not to forget Kimono Baby at Kimono Baby on Instagram. Take care until next time.